Welcome to the broadcast. Title. Welcome to the Great Awakening. For some, it's a mass extinction. For others, it's an apocalypse. But for me and mine, and for you and yours, it should be a great awakening. A removal of obstructions and a clearing of the view. We see what we couldn't see before and it isn't pretty. Well, there is beauty in there. Assorted love, equality, and virtue. But mostly what we see is it's a mess and it's been a mess for a long time. And many people are confused by it. Many people have been seduced by the enemy. Many people have been bamboozled by the bureaucracy. And it runs deep. It runs cold in the night. When we begin to see what we could not see before, the mind will tend to struggle and reject. The mind will cling to other things and say, but they can't be corrupt. And I'll speak specifically about what I'm talking about to give you an idea. In my last podcast, we talked about how to spot a predator. Speaking of damaging people in your life, the autocrats, the selfish ones, the deceivers, the ones who would look to use you to wring you out until you're dry and then move on to the next one. However, right now in the news, there are people being outed as sexual predators, beloved people, comedians, actors. And the general feeling is a bit of shock and disappointment. And then people tend to say, it's not surprising for these characters. It's not surprising. And then all eyes shift to their associates who have hinted and joked and talked about this thing for a long time. And people say, but they can't be corrupt. They couldn't have known. I still enjoy their material. They're my favorite comedian. 
And this is a fallacy of the human mind. For many people who know what's going on and what's about to happen, these rings will become exposed and they will be exposed slowly for the benefit of the many people who have espoused the teachings and the humor of these icons. When it all plays out over the next few years, by the end of it, any icons that remain will be far and few between from where we were. There is a corruption and an infection that is passed around at these higher levels of the entertainment fields. Humans just can't see it because they are too espoused and in love with these characters. They feel that they have a relationship with them. They enjoy the wit and the wry humor. And they even get off on the nastiness and the naughtiness of the statements and attitudes. These people are often seen as provocateurs. People say, oh, they're just joking. It's tongue-in-cheek, sarcasm. However, there is always truth in every statement. Every joke that is held as good has elements of truth in it. It's what makes it funny. The truth is what makes it funny to people. And most humans have been highly corrupted in their love affair with celebrity. We don't know these people. We've never hung out with them. We didn't grow up with them. In fact, we have no idea who they are. We only pretend to. We were warned long ago about the dangers of worshiping false idols. But those teachings have been widely regarded as antiquated, foolish, and the people that follow these teachings are brushed off to the side as foolish. But who's the fool? You must ask yourself. And if you're taking part in this great awakening, and if you're part of the movement, there are some shifts in mindset that you need to start making. And indeed, the way things are set to play out will be as gentle as they can be for the benefit of the most people. Me, though, I tend to prefer the accelerated course. I don't like following the pack. 
And so what I see playing out is the complete collapse of the icon. People will find out that these quote-unquote elites are nothing more than a bloodthirsty, egomaniacal, self-serving subset of what once was a human. Humans are given free will. We are allowed to do whatever we want. Nothing can stop us. Only the law will stop us. But what happens when people become so wealthy and so powerful and so influential that they can buy and sell the law? Then their depravity will have no bounds. No bounds at all. And they will push the envelope to the extreme. Most people have become so brainwashed that all they do is seek approval, try to get likes, try to fit in, try to agree, to be agreeable. And this is a fallacy. This is not what being a human being is supposed to be about. It's not. And many of these celebrities use their charm and their superficial intelligence to gain the attention and foster the commitment of the adoring masses. They say all the right things very vaguely. They are seen as good humanitarians when in fact they serve the one known as Lucifer. They allow themselves to become puppets, to become a hollow vessel and a purveyor of perversion. They seek pleasure, power, wealth, youth, and they don't care one lick for the writhing, starving masses of people that they tread upon. And yet you have people worshiping them. How odd. How odd that they cannot see, but they will see in time. It will play out day by day, little by little. These charges will be levied. It's all a script. It's all planned and coordinated. The militias have been mobilized. The arrests have been made. The bracelets and ankle locks are on. Anyone with the ability to see clearly sees this. However, it is unfortunate that most cannot. They have a blind spot. 
They have a soft spot in their heart for these people. They adore them. They actually love them. But if you could see inside of their heart, you would run away screaming. These people that pretend to be kind and loving, generous, caring, they are anything but. They have no virtue, only vice. They have no soul connection to the divine. Only a cruel master that doesn't care for them or anyone. Ice water flows through their veins as they commit unspeakable acts upon the most innocent. And so society will wake slowly. They will be drip-fed the truth until they are able to digest that and then they will be drip-fed a little bit more truth until they are able to process that. What you see now in society is merely a reflection of years and years of deception, self-deception. It aggregates, it accumulates, and it forms a solid base. And you have children and young adults that have no concept or even ability to recognize reality. They are hoodwinked to the extreme, completely gullible masses. And they are pushed to the left and told what to do and they obey. They kneel, they proclaim their allegiance, they destroy and deface, and they defend their kings and their queens, not knowing who they are, not knowing who they really are, or what they really do, all in the name of something that sounds good, social equality, it sounds good. It really does. Ending racism. Who could argue with that? Equal opportunity. Yes, this is good. But by what means? And how does it really play out? And where does the money really go? Who started this group? These are the questions that people really need to ask. But they are so blinded and they are so enamored by the raw emotion and the excitement of it. They are so sheep-minded, clustering in with one another, so easy to manipulate. And this is what we're dealing with. Humanity is at the crossroads. 
and things are getting extreme. We're at the bottleneck and the quickening. And the people who study, the people who observe, can't help but notice certain things, certain factors. And yet, who has the truth? Who has the whole truth? It's hard to process. And so even the ones who study the Bible, the full faith Christians that can recite the verses, they, they see these things, they see the plagues, they see it all playing out, they see this prophecy being revealed. And yet, I don't think that even they, many of them, because if they become too espoused to that story, I don't think that they can even fathom what's happening because it's so much grander and more complex than that. Many of them think that God will harvest the good souls from the earth and let the wicked burn this place to the ground. I tend to think that we need to do something. We need to take care of this place ourselves. I think that the many versions of the Bibles have been co-opted and reworked and filled with Luciferian programming. That statement will not make me many friends. That statement would get me kicked out of any religious circles because they suffer from the same identity crisis that the left-wing radicals suffer from. The Aryan racists suffer from the same shortfalls that the black radical racists suffer from. They oppose each other. Meanwhile, they let the cruel elites feast upon their tears and blood and sweat. The atheists oppose the religious, and yet what if they are both half wrong and half right? Difficult questions. Who knows? Not me. I don't think any one person can know. But I think there is a group that really does know a lot. But this group is not tied together in any way other than they question they don't put their self-importance at the forefront of their personality. They digest, they learn, they learn from many sources. They don't jump to conclusions. They've learned to question and they have learned to be comfortable with those questions. And they've learned to see things logically and not be offended because of their racial background or their religious background or their socioeconomic status or their gender identity or any other factor that is limiting. Because when we identify with limits, we become limited. It's as simple as that. When we radicalize ourselves to one wing, we avoid the main body of knowledge. When we burn buildings and destroy statues in the name of progress, 
you have to question how is that progress? Destruction, violence, hatred, venom, these are not the tools of progress. These are the tools of destruction, of sorrow, of loss and pain. When you have mobs of people swarming an individual and beating them, kicking them and stomping them, there is but one agenda, one agenda at play and people are falling for it. People are being duped. People are being baited into racial standoffs. People are being tricked into becoming fascist militia. People are being compliant in doing nothing, thinking that the rapture will solve everything. People see their lives as a meaningless chemical accident with no meaning, no God, no afterlife. And so they are not motivated to do anything other than seek pleasure, to seek power. And this leads to a road that I do not wish upon anyone. If you're listening to this, I can gather these threads up for you now. And I can tell you that there is no one like you. You are an individual. You have a mind. You have an inquisitiveness. You have a divine soul. You have a body on this earth, and that's a great gift. Be careful what movement you join. Be careful who you follow. It's really time to research and learn and see what's going on. If you have any idols or demigods that you worship, that you follow, take them down off of your wall and put them down on the ground with everyone else. They are just people, highly flawed. If you have a view Consider changing it, no matter what it is. Truth can only be seen from a ground of equanimity, of calmness, and of reason and logic. Nothing is what it seems to be. These people that we have put up on a pedestal, they've been pissing on us and telling us it's rain. And we the people believe them. We drank it. We thanked them for it. We paid them for it. And we asked for more. A logical progression of investigation and without 
emotionally responding to or espousing any past claims is the only path forward if you wish to find the truth. And the more things you uncover, the more questions you will have. It's very complex. It's a complex process and it takes time. Oftentimes we get hung up on the emotions and this is part of the human process. Learn to handle those emotions. Learn to listen to them. To help them guide you, but do not let them drive you. Your emotions are one of the tools that you have to help decipher and decode this universe. Many of these people that will be prosecuted will be hung out there for the public to see. They buried their emotions a long time ago. They sold them for power and fame, money, prestige, for pleasure. The secret societies, they sell their souls for the promise of power. It's sad, really, if you think about it. Many people will hate them for it when they find out what they've done. But that's just another human emotion. It is what it is. How you process is it, how you process the information how you feel about it is unique onto you. But if you freeze that and cast a judgment and carry that with you, that will be a stone on your back. How long can you hate? If you see the most evil, vile person that has done the most heinous and hideous things, how long can you hate them? How long can you carry that stone? And when those faces and those personalities multiply, when they are hung out to dry, how many can you hate? Ultimately, forgiveness, acceptance, these things will lighten the load and they will allow you to drift up in frequency and attain what is known as enlightenment. To see, but not to cast judgment. To know, but not be afraid. These are lofty goals, aren't they? Most humans are weighed down excessively by the cargo they carry in the form of emotional baggage. And so there's a progression. First we are deluded and we worship the false idols and we send them our love and adoration. And then when we find out what they are, we feel deceived, we feel hurt, maybe heartbroken, maybe angry. 
And then we must accept this. We can internalize it or we will externalize it. In any case, the best choice is to release it. And then we can accept and learn and move forward. There are those that will seek to punish the wicked, and that is their calling. There are others that will pray for the wicked, that is their calling. Others still will seek to pursue the truth in all of its many and vast forms. There are infinite choices on how to handle the stresses of the coming days and the coming weeks and years. The victims of these crimes, the survivors of the sinners, they will have the most difficult challenge because something was taken from them, something valuable. And so some will be called to help them heal. This is a noble path. Community can reform in a fashion that has never been seen before. This is a possible potential that it lies and awaits us. It awaits us to reach to it. But there are many truths that we must progress through in order to get to those stages of healing. Right now, there's a very small number of people that really, really, really know and all the gritty details and all the knowledge is quite a bit to bear. And they are scrambling and they're trying to wake up their brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers and friends and even their foes. They're trying to wake them up as well. But this is a difficult process and it's a heavy expenditure of energy and it's pouring investment into people that are rejecting it and so there's a backlash occurring and so really what I can advise is only for me I can lay out options and what I see and do and what I'm choosing to do simply try to be my best try to process the energy and information try to remain free of judgment and hatred try to avoid a lot of the heavier emotions and if I feel myself caught up in them then give them time but let them pass using meditation and prayer Trying to be more present and grateful for as much despair and hatred as there is, there's far more beauty and grace and love and forgiveness. The good will always outweigh the bad in terms of efficacy. 
and so it's the good that we must look to, but not the delusional, sweeping it under the rug, whistling in the wind type of good. We're talking about becoming a warrior here, being able to look into the eye of evil and say, I'm not afraid. I know what you are. I know what you do. And I'm not afraid because we will win. Light always perseveres. Light cannot be destroyed. Thank you for listening.